Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Martina. Thank you, Seamus. It's seven minutes after four o'clock. It is, of course, the 29th of July. It's the Feast of St. Martha, Mary and Lazarus. You're in tune with Roscommon's only community radio station. This is Feel Good Friday. We're live from now till five. I do hope you can stay with me next Monday with a bank holiday special edition of the Rossi Way. As he said, there are mostly music for a bank holiday Monday afternoon and he's bank with the Rossi Way again next Friday. Don't forget, he brings you Good Morning Roscommon each and every Wednesday morning between 9 and 11 on this year's station. Roscommon Community Radio, Ross FM 94.6. We're live on the Radio Garden app. We're on the TuneIn app. And we're also live on our own website at stream.rossfm.ie. Delighted to have you on board. If you want to get involved in the show on this Friday afternoon, it's 090-662-8161. Or you can text me straight through to our brand new studios on the Lanesborough Road in Roscommon Town. The text number is 083-8599-748. I'd love to hear from you on this Friday afternoon. Thank you for choosing to be with Feel Good Friday on Roscommon's community radio station. Coming up on the show, I'll be speaking at half past four to the brand new Cahirlock of Roscommon County Council. The chairperson of Roscommon County Council for the coming year is Tom Crosby. He's from the Boyle Electoral Area and Tom will be joining me uh, all the way from Tarman Barry this Friday evening at half past four. I'll also look back through the years in our Forgotten memory section. I'll have our Feel Good Friday thought and coming up shortly, a brand new uh, feature on Feel Good Friday. I'll be looking at the weather for the coming week and beyond in association with Irish Weather Online. But almost uh, 13 minutes after 4 o'clock, it is, of course, the 29th of July as we head into the August Bank Holiday Weekend. It's time to take a look back through the years in our Forgotten memory section. And on the 29th of July, 1848, the Young Ireland Rebellion in County Tipperary is a failure. Republicans under Patrick Pearce take over the Gaelic League at its Dundalk Conference, forcing the resignation of Douglas High that took place in 1915. And on the 29th of July, 1959, the Department of Transport and Power is established. Maybe something that needs to be looked at again now as we hear so much talk about climate change and power and energy. Back to the 28th of July to 1927 Ireland's first automatic telephone exchange opens in Dublin. It's hard to remember a time without mobile phones but of course in the old days you had to dial up and the operator had an, an opportunity to patch you through. The first automatic telephone exchange was opened in 1927. In 1957 on the 28th of July the Carlisle Monument in the Phoenix Park is blown up. Back to the 25th of July to 1917 the Irish Convention meets for the first time in Dublin and in 1957 a boy who was beaten at school is awarded £100 in compensation on the 24th of July in 1990 and three policemen and a nun are killed in a bomb attack back to the 23rd of July to 1803 Robert Emmett's attempted rising in Dublin and in 1916 thousands gather at the Phoenix Park to discuss British proposals to partition Ireland that of course was in 19. 1916 on the 23rd of July 
back to the 22nd of July and the habeas corteus is suspended so that the Young Irelanders can be detained without trial. The Gough Monument in the Phoenix Park is blown up and in 1985 on the 22nd of July, right in the middle of summer, you may remember the moving statues at Ballonspittle. Can you remember what year it was? 1985, of course. It's also the year when we remember Tom Crean, the Arctic uh, explorer from County Kerry. You're with Feel Good Friday on 0838 I'd love to hear from you on this Friday evening. We're live on 94.6 on our own website at stream.rossfm.ie. We're on the Radio Garden app and, uh, of course, right around the world, wherever you are. Thank you for choosing to be with us. And now at 19 minutes after 4 o'clock, it's time for a brand new feature on the show. We're going to bring you the weather forecast going forward for the week from Irish Weather Online. Trends will remain similar, somewhat warmer than average from now until the middle of August. It appears that rainfall will be not far from normal amounts, although details keep changing on a regular basis. Tonight, rain will move through most northern counties and by morning uh, will be mainly over North Leinster and East Ulster. Saturday will bring variable cloud and a few more showers. Warm and humid temperatures near 20 degrees in the north and 23 degrees in the south. Sunday will be similar with partly cloudy to overcast skies and a few showers uh, in parts. Lows of 14 degrees Celsius, highs of 22 degrees Celsius. Monday, some early morning rain will spread through south and central counties and into Leinster. The rain will be locally heavy. You can expect up to 15 to 20 millimetres uh, maximum there and uh, it's going to be humid 15 degrees to 21 degrees. Tuesday sees a departure from the remnants of the rainfall system and possibly a brief change to a dry regime midweek so that's definitely looking forward to uh, that, uh, a much better picture. The middle of next week looks like getting rather warm and sunny at times with highs of 23 to 25 degrees for several days although it will be somewhat cooler near northern coasts. The warmer theme may become more developed as a trend as we move right into mid-August. That's our look at the weather for the coming week on Feel Good Friday on this Friday evening at 21 minutes after 4 o'clock. Don't forget that after the break I'll be speaking to Tom Crosby, the brand new chairperson the Cahirlick of Roscommon County Council for this, the coming year. I'll be talking to him a little bit about the, what motivates the man, what makes him the kind of politician he is, that and more. I'll be talking to him uh, outside uh, our break and he'll be joining me on the line. I'll also have our Feel Good Friday thought and of course we'll rock towards the weekend between a quarter to five and five o'clock. 0838 gets you straight through to Studio One on the Lanesborough Road in Ross Common Town and don't forget uh, you can keep an eye on our all new Instagram feed, Kira from uh, Good Morning Roscommon on a Tuesday is putting that one together for us and well done there's lots and lots of new features there on our Instagram feed and of course you can keep an eye on our Facebook feed as well Ross FM all over social media and if you want to use the old fashioned way you can text 083-8599-748 or send me a WhatsApp to that number as well it comes straight through to Studio One on the uh, on the new Studio One on the Lanesborough Road in Roscommon Town very shortly I'll be speaking to Tom Crosby the new chairperson of Roscommon County Council but first it's time for our Feel Good Friday thought for this Friday evening Creating a day worth living Get up early Express gratitude for what you have Do something productive 
do something fun, do something for someone else, get some sunlight, exercise, it doesn't matter what, just exercise, put a smile on for someone's face, express gratitude or compliment someone, learn or do something new. Welcome back to Feel Good Friday on Ross FM 94.6, broadcasting now from our brand new studios on the Lanesborough Road in Ross Common Town. And today I'm joined by the brand new chairperson of Ross Common County Council. The Cahirlick of the Council is from the Boyle Electoral Area. He is Tom Crosby and he joins me on the line now. You're there, Tom? Hello, Joe. Yes, and hello to all your listeners. And good afternoon to you and thank you for joining me. You're an independent councillor from the Tarman Barry area that's in the Boyle electoral area. But I want to find out a little bit more about the man that has recently been elected, the Cahirlick of Roscommon County Council. Can you tell me first off what your background is and how you got into politics? Well, I was born here in the parish of uh, Tarmanbarry, Scramog, actually in the Scramog side of the parish. And of course, Tarmanbarry was my local village, which we've come to reside in. Uh, I uh, owned a pub back in uh, the 19, mid-70s over in Castle Ree, where I spent about six years as a publican. Uh, as a young man, I bought it at the age of 21. And uh, anyhow, I returned and uh, we, Pauline and I, who's Pauline is my wife, uh, who's from Strokestown. Uh, we were married in the UK back in, uh, back nearly 50 years ago now. <laughs> so, uh, and I, we returned here to Tarmanbarry in 1979, 1980, and we purchased a pub here in the village of Tarmanbarry. And uh, we've uh, lived and worked the pub for nearly uh, 20 odd years. And a, I was always interested in politics as a, a young man. I always had a, an interest, uh, but a group of people here in the village in Tarmanbarry uh, got together and asked me would I go for the council. That was in 1985, uh, uh, and I decided not because I was building my business at that time, even though they put uh, a lot of pressure on me to go for the county council. Uh, but they came back again in 1991, and this time I let my name go forward and I was elected on my first attempt. So you've been a long time in politics and you said there you came from a business background. Do you think the background in business helps you now as you take on the role of being the Cahirlick of the Council? Well, certainly the background, uh, the background in business, like you're meeting people, would say as a publican, like you would be always meeting people. They'd let you know their woes and, you know, their joys and so on. So uh, it was a, a certainly a, a help to me uh, to uh, be in the public house business. And both my wife, Pauline and I, we, we have two, uh, two daughters, uh, both uh, married, uh, and uh, we have three grandchildren. So, uh, yes, I would say the the background certainly helped in that regard. And it's a big job being the Cahirlick of the Council, and I'll ask you a little bit about the role in just a while. But would you say it's a role for a whole family? Do your grandchildren and your daughters get involved as well? 
Well, I suppose it, it impacts on them uh, the same, uh, you know, to a great extent. My wife is, she's always there. She's uh, organises things for me. If uh, if it wasn't for her, I'd say it would be a much more difficult job. So, uh, and my uh, two daughters are there to support me in any way. And the grandchildren are young yet, but uh, they're uh, one of them showing an interest in politics. So you never know. <laughs> And it must be a big thing for somebody like you to get involved in this and to bring your whole family into it. Can you tell me a little bit about what the role of Cahirlock of the Council uh, involves on a daily basis or on a weekly basis? Well, for instance, well, I, this actually is my fourth time to become Cahirlock uh, of the County Council. Uh, uh, I've been back in, in 99, uh, 2000, in 2006, uh, stroke 7 and 2013, f- uh, stroke 14. I was, and again, I've been re-elected um, uh, Mayor of the County or Chairman, Cahirlock of the County uh, only a a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the role itself, like, it's quite demanding. Uh, since I got elected this time, I've had about six or seven events that I had to attend to, like, uh, for instance, the, the, um, a, the uh, apologies there, <laughs> I'm trying to get my train of thought. Um, the, there's a number of things that I've attended to, but uh, I'm certainly today, for instance, I had two meetings. I had a corporate policy group meeting, which uh, we meets with the county manager or the CEO of the council and the directors of services on policy matters. And then I had the main council meeting, which uh, was at 2.30 and the, it was quite an intensive uh, agenda. I'm back home now and I believe it or not, I have a community meeting uh, at about half past eight this evening. So it brings you away from your home an awful lot and out to meet the people of the community. You couldn't do it without family support. Oh, it would be impossible nearly to do it without family support because, uh, as I say, my wife is a great organiser and she makes sure that everything is ready and uh, so on. So uh, it is definitely, it would be much, much more difficult to do it without family support. But she encourages me all the way. And like, uh, as Cahir, look, you would travel quite a bit. Uh, you travel abroad. My wife generally comes with me uh, when we go uh, both locally and uh, abroad, so she's part of the, uh, the 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 efforts there all along. And how would you describe your feelings when you were elected as chairperson as Cahirlock a few weeks ago? Well, to be elected first citizen of the county obviously is 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 a great great honour, and to have the support, I was uh, I wasn't opposed uh, at the uh, the meeting. Uh, there was rumours that there may be opposition, but at the end of the day, I was unopposed, so uh, I was elected unanimously with the uh, with the members, and it's certainly a, it's a great honour, and I'd be very proud of it. And congratulations on that piece. But you talked about being opposed and politics is a very difficult life. Did you ever have down days? Well, of course, like some days you'd be under a lot of pressure, like a typical day for a councillor. Like I'd normally get up about 7.30 in the morning. Uh, 
I've been involved in different business as well. Like I was a property developer. I developed uh, a um, uh, down on. The, I had a passion from a long time to do something positive for my own area, and I purchased some land back into in uh, uh, two thousand and one, and I got planning permission for a hundred residential units and a, a marina, which was badly needed in the village, and it has transformed the village. Uh, so uh, I like my success in that regard. It was very difficult. Uh, the planning aspect of the loan ended up in the High Court, and it was uh, published on the Irish Independent and Irish Times that I actually won the High Court uh, uh, judicial review and was successful. And now it's it's a flourishing. Uh, uh, marina and indeed housing it brings it, the village here has grown rapidly as a result of it and uh, there are over a hundred uh, local people now working in the small businesses uh, so that's that's something I'm very proud of and it's called the Tarman Harbour Marina Development. And as I listen to you talking about that I'm reminded of the phrase that out of failure comes success would you have that as a mantra in life? Absolutely, you know, there's nothing but you can turn around. And would you bring something from those difficult days and from all those experiences now to your job in the council? I certainly would, like, of course, those experiences, like, because it's typically... Uh, county council work similar to that that we're dealing with we've just uh, we're just after um going through then make the making the rep- recommendations for the county development plan which will be our pl- development plan for the next six years or so so it's great to have the experience that i had uh, at the coal face shall we say and it it's it, it certainly helps the contributions i can make at county council level And you said there you have great experience and it is great to have people with experience. But the other side of that is that you need to encourage young people into politics as well. And they're not a lot of young people interested in taking up the role as public representatives. Do you have any idea why that might be? Well, I suppose to a great extent, they're not encouraged by, uh, you know, the more senior uh, members because, of course, everyone is looking over their shoulder and that. But I certainly would appeal to young people to get involved locally in 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 organisations that can lead them into uh, politics. I, as I say, when I first got involved, I was uh, involved in the tidy towns. Uh, uh, the, and, and the Residents Association and that's where I got my encouragement and where I seen the need for my own area and back then let me say there was no, no money whatsoever for a county councillor it was you were doing it basically on a voluntary basis so today like at least your expenses are covered and that but I'd encourage young people both uh, boys and girls to uh, get involved, get involved in the local organisations and come forward because that's where the future lies. And particularly young people who are working with people and who want to work with people, it would be a great outlet for them to give back something of their skills to their own local people. Absolutely. Young people are great today. They look after one another. They're, you know, 
different than when we were growing up to some extent. And uh, I think the young, yes, there's some very talented young people in every parish in, 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 in the country. And I'd certainly be encouraging them to get involved. And there's like, unfortunately, on, on Roscommon County Council, there are only uh, four females uh, out of a total of 18. So we'd like to see a lot more young ladies getting involved in politics uh, because they make a great contribution and they can see the other side of things that maybe their male counterparts don't. And with Tom Crosby, the newly elected Cahirlock of Roscommon County Council, I want to ask you, Tom, one important question about the role of Cahirlock. What's your one objective that you would say is your objective, something that is really something you want to achieve over the next year as Cahirlock of the council? Well, at the at the meeting itself, I made the priority because jobs uh, in the area are critical to keep our young people locally. Now, uh, down locally here, we, we lost two major employers in the Tarmanbury, sort of Ruski uh, area. One of them was uh, uh, the Glambia plant in uh, Ruski. I'd like to see that now. And it's encouraging. I'd certainly encourage it every way possible and uh, to uh, get new uh, investment and also the Atlantic Mills, uh, uh, Burlington Industries. It's only a stone trough. It's just round the corner. And I can say now that that's actually, uh, there's a new owner has, a new company has taken charge there and it looks very promising. Uh, and I'd be confident that we'd have maybe two to three hundred jobs there in the coming, during my period as uh, a of the council. And jobs are certainly very important to young people and you touched on it there about young people and young females getting involved in politics. If there is somebody listening today who is interested in becoming involved in politics, what one piece of advice would you give them? Well, I'd say, first and foremost, it's uh, something that they will enjoy. Like, politics has more pluses than negatives. I know there's difficult, you'll come up against some difficulties, but uh, you gain great experience, It's and you're working for your local community. And it's great, like, when I looked down at Tarman Barry back in, uh, when I came to it first, there was about... 60 people living in the core of the village and there wasn't, uh, there was two public lights, no footpaths, no public water, no public sewerage and the people got behind me and thankfully we have one of the busiest villages now, not alone in Roscommon but in, in the west of Ireland and I'm very proud out of that but I would, couldn't have done that without the backing of the community and without uh, the backing of my family. I get the sense from listening to you that you're very proud of the job that you've done, that you've done it over a long number of years, that you acknowledge there has been down days, but that the up days have been really make up for those down days. Tom Crosby, I want to thank you for joining me. Uh, indeed, Joe, uh, certainly the, the, the down days make up for the, uh, or the good days make up for the down days. Like in Tarman Barry, we, 
we we have won the national tidy towns uh, bronze medal on three separate occasions in my own business in the pub we won the pub of the year three times in a row so those are very positive things to see in your community and uh, I'm certainly uh, very happy with the progress that has been made in our village and I have no doubt that young people that would get involved and see the same opportunities and that the, the rewards are certainly well worth it. Tom Crosby, thanks very much for joining me on this Friday afternoon. I wish you well with your role as the Cahirlic of the Council for the coming year. We'll be back rocking towards the weekend. This is Ross Commons, only community radio station. You're in tune with Ross FM broadcasting from the Lanesboro Road in Ross Common Town. There's a brand new section on the Facebook and Instagram feed from Ross FM. It's called Meet the Presenters. If you want to see what the presenters look like and hear the kind of shows that they do, then find us on Facebook or follow us on Instagram and you'll be able to have a little look there at what some of the presenters do. Well of course the Galway races are in full swing and Galway did so so well on Sunday coming very very close and Galway came so close and did so well on Sunday and of course if you're heading to Galway this evening for the races we wish you the very best of luck as well. I hope you come home with loads and loads of money. It's five minutes away from Aiden Raftery at five o'clock with Friday Sports but if you're interested in becoming uh, a volunteer with this radio station we really would love to hear from you. We've got our brand new studios up and running on the uh, Lanesborough Road in Ross Common Town. It's going to be painted next week and then we'll invite people in to see it and we'd love to have some new volunteers. My special thanks to Tom Crosby, the Cahirlick of Roscommon County Council for the coming year for joining me. If you enjoyed what I did I'll be back with more of the same next Friday evening. Feel Good Friday goes to air between uh, 4 and 5 each and every Friday evening on Roscommon Community Radio, Ross FM 94.6. Until then, if you see someone without a smile, do give them one of yours. This is for everyone going to Castle Ree on this uh, Saturday evening. Until next Friday evening, bye bye now.